Ever feel like you've got to get your should together? Is your should about to hit the fan? Have you been sitting in your shoulds for most of your life wondering if you could be more, see more, or do more? Welcome to Shut the Should Up with Candace Payne and Jenny Randall. We're both authors and speakers who want to stomp out your flaming bag of should. With a whole lot of faith, together, let's sort through the pain, purpose, and promise to find freedom in the things we tell ourselves we should and should not do. Because there's so much more in you. There is so much more in you. I keep on saying that every episode because I just love that tagline. There's so much more. And if season five hasn't already shown us that in our conversations, then get ready to be blown away with furthermore, some more (laughs) truth, because we are entering a new mini series of season five. This is our third one to tackle. We're starting it today with this episode. We are going to discuss our passions over performance. Ooh, yes. I think this is good. And here's why. (laughs) What was that song? What was that? Wait a minute. It was such a soft lullaby. I loved it. Me? Oh, I was just echoing your, it's gonna be good. (laughs) Save that that video. Trim for later. Personal notes. (laughs) It's gonna be good. I'm gonna put some harmony so that's gonna be sick. Anyways, I was gonna say that if there's ever a moment that you find some freedom in the things that you tell yourself you should or shouldn't do, You should find a way to be passionate way more than trying to perform. And that's what this mini series is going to be about. It's uncovering and discovering and, and pulling forth your passions so that you know what you're offering this world. Yeah. I I think bottom line, know what you're passionate about. Yeah. Know it, figure it out. And figure it out. And that those are usually indicators for bigger things, which we'll dive into all throughout this mini series. But listen, you already got the time. You yeah. figured out your time. Yeah. You know you're a leader. And now yeah. we're going to discuss your passions, your talents, your this bigger picture of, well, what are you actually created to do? Mm-hmm. And when you live from that place, you're operating, I believe, in God's plan and purpose for your life. So how's that for a loaded statement? That's a loaded statement. But on top of that, it it kind of jogged this memory that was locked away. I remember, I remember sitting in the car with my sister and my sister. I don't really talk about her that much publicly because she'd prefer that I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Shall I give her social security number out right now? (laughs) She's just kind of like, stop it already. You know? Yeah. Um, But one thing, if you want to know where I get most of my sarcasm, sense of humor, zeal for life, it's from my sister. She's absolutely one of my favorite people in the whole world. But one of the things that I remember sitting in a car with her and she looked at me and tearfully said, we were just talking about how's life, how's work, how's things going. And she has a job that is a service job that mm-hmm. helps people with um, counseling and stuff of that nature. I can't really divulge much more for privacy and protection yeah. issues, but she just looked at me tearfully and she just said, it's remarkable when you are actually doing what you know that you are meant to do yes. with your life. And like, I haven't seen her tear up much in my life, but I could sense the weightiness on what she was saying. It was like, she said, I finally figured it out what I'm meant to do mm-hmm. here. 
-hmm. And it was so inspiring to me. Like I got choked up and I thought, I want that. I want that. Like I just, you know, when your big sister tells you I figured it out, I'm like, how do I figure mine out? You know? And that's what we want. We want, we want you to get choked up today. (laughs) We want you to feel that little bubble in your throat that makes you go, Ooh, I want to know what my passions are. What am I here for? Yes. Come on. Good stuff. So I'm actually pulling this from one of the book I one of the books I wrote called Dream Come True. And I teach on this stuff. So I'm not, I'm not approaching this topic. I'm trying not to approach it with teacher mode. I want to have it be more conversational. So as you guys hear us talking and processing through different things in our own lives, we want that for you too. But I do want to specify how I use the different language. So I believe overall our purpose is to glorify and enjoy God. So that is what we are on this earth for. And that's Mm. a whole loaded topic we could have a hundred episodes on. But that purpose, underneath that Mm. purpose, there's a lot of different ways you can glorify and enjoy God with your good attitude, displaying godly character. And then under that is walking out your passions and your talents. So today we're talking about the passion piece of it. And um, within our passions, I classify that we have two different types of passions. So there's passions for play uh, or pleasure. Like I like to go outside <laughs> and play basketball. That's something I'm passionate about. And then I'm going to call. Holy... No, 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 no. If this oh, was you don't Christian... want me to. No, 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 no. If, if this was like a Christian, Christianese buzzword episode, which I know that we've moved on. Why? But you just said I the would... word pleasure. And I don't think that we can say that just nonchalant. That's Ooh, a dirty pleasure. word. Pleasure. <laughs> I want you to discover. Well, come on, come and jump in the middle of this episode, and you hear. I want you to discover your pleasure. (laughs) What's your passion for pleasure? I'm just saying, right now, if you don't do drinking games, it might be a good day to start with a shot of Sprite or something, because (laughs) you're going to hear some words: passion for pleasure, and it's going to make you feel uncomfy. And I just say settle into that uncomfortableness because I just did. And I'm here for it. I'm so pure hearted. I'm like (laughs) the girl that still believes in Santa Claus in eighth grade. So it's fine. What's that Bible verse? What's that Bible verse to the pure? All things are pure. Yeah, it's it's not your fault. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. Okay. Whenever we do weird voice items, I just remember how we awkwardly yelled Sabbath one episode like a hundred times. <laughs> and then Coach Chris would just like prank us and be like, Sabbath. And we'd be like, yeah, this is why you're our coach. Anyways, we should bring him back on for one episode. He's so much fun. Coach Chris. Yep. Anyways. Shout out. Okay. So there's, oh, now you take a drink after you want me to bring home this pleasure, passion. Oh, I absolutely want you to. Absolutely. So our passions, let's reel it in, listeners and Candice. Our passions can be things for play, also called pleasure, and then holy pain points. No, no, it's a good point. Okay, I need to grow up out of my seventh grade mentality. Got it. Grow up. So you're saying that indicators for what we're passionate about really come from what do we enjoy and then what's causing us to think different and to to kind of go, ooh, I have an issue here that I need, need to solve. Yes. And I'll, okay. I'll lead us through some practical okay. questions we can tackle. But I think differentiate uh, the different passions. Like I like playing basketball. Oh, that's for fun. 
it doesn't have this deep spiritual weight to it. It's just something I enjoy doing. I can still go do it. And then really recognizing what's the, what is the things that might have almost eternal value that you need Mm. to weigh in on and we'll get to that. So both are great. Both are fine. But I think really seeing where it leads us is significant. So want to learn how to identify your passions. I say we just kind of work through these together. What do you think? I I'm here for it. I feel like if you're at a place and you're listening to this episode, number one, you can go and actually get and and you can get an ebook version of dream come true by Jenny Randall and have this more in depth, but you can also take your own personal notes from this episode. And then you can also go and visit the link in our show notes and get your own copy because I'm telling you, this isn't just you know, info from your book. This is something that you're going to want to widen the conversation internally about. So run us through it. I want to learn. I I know that you're trying not to be teachery here and conversational, but when I do conversations, I bring out stuff like pleasure and play that sound weird. And so I'm saying we might just need to switch the mode and just teach. Just teach us, Jenny. Just teach me. Oh, let's go through it. Help us all. Okay. Let's identify some passions. Okay. Because we all have them. Let's, let's take, and you might be like, I don't have, I don't have hobbies. Well, hydroponics. Oh, I got hobbies. I got <laughs> hobbies. Don't <laughs> even get me started. Passions is a little different, but sometimes they're intertwined. But let's yeah. think about, let's slow it down a little. Let's be a little reflective, everybody. Okay. Uh, what, what makes you angry? So we're just mm. trying to determine what some of our passions are. So think mm. about the things that make you angry. They might keep you up at night. Mm. You might get fired up when you see somebody post on the internet about it. Mm. Do you want to share? I think about things. Yeah. Immediately, like these jumped in my mind. I may be too vulnerable, but I'm going to go here. Um, Diseases and long suffering that feel like they will not have a positive outcome. Those anger me. Like my mama with Alzheimer's Mm -hmm. and watching so many people struggle with family members with it. That's something that it's, it's sad. Yes. But it also just angers me to go, Oh, we live in such a broken stinking world that this exists. Um, injustice towards people that are vulnerable and incapable of defending themselves angers Mm. me. I mean, like angers me, um, hate crimes, things of racial or anti-Semitic nature that are judgments against others. And then not just judgments, but assaults. I I get angry about, I get angry. Um, And then I feel like, I feel like I want to step in, but I don't know how. And I feel like I want to do something, but I don't know how. So that's what I want to do with my anger. But, but when you're saying what angers you, there's, there's a couple things that immediately make me go, yeah, this shouldn't exist. We shouldn't Mm -hmm. be in 2022 and have this still exist. Those are the things that when I'm able to finish that sentence that make me feel that way. Yeah. I can tell you're getting fired up. Yeah. Talking about it. So what you, what your next step to do would be is write even writing that down and putting language around it is key. Mm. Um, Mm. And then, so you've kind of confronted this passion point, I would definitely call that a holy pain point because that's you're not going on a Saturday to hold up a sign and say. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm laughing. I'm laughing. I'm laughing because side note rabbit trail. I'm so sorry. 
but we had some sidewalk evangelists the other night at a sporting event that my family went to and my kids had never seen one and they were crazy and their passions felt a little misplaced. And so oh, the evangelists. Oh, yes, ma'am. They had were megaphones they... and they were yelling out with picket signs. By the way, we're all just going to go see a sporting event. So I don't know why this is the appropriate place either. Anyways, but but they yelled out and this has become a family quote now. And y'all can hate me for this quote. I don't even care. But somebody yelled out, you are one breath away from eternal damnation. And my son went, excuse me? <laughs> he said, what? <laughs> what? And we've, we've approached the gospel with like love. And there's hope and there's glory and there's goodness of God and there's relationship. And we've never really had this filter of like the angry God, <laughs> the, the turn or burn, the hellfire yeah. and brimstone. This was yeah. my kid's first time ever seeing this. Mm. And their initial reaction was to laugh. Like almost be like, what is that crazy person talk about? So I don't know. Sometimes your passion and the things that, that make you angry. I think what you're saying is huge. Put language around it. Figure it out. Don't make it misplaced. Don't make it weird. You know what I mean? Like maybe yeah. it's, maybe it's not the right side of the fence to be on with your, your things well, that you're upset about. Well, remember our purpose to glorify and enjoy God. That passion ah, under that, right? So we're filtering yes. through that. So now you're figuring out, is this so passion good. that I have just for pleasure? I can't now. You've ruined it for me. You've literally ruined my life's work before my very eyes. I'm sorry. Uh, it's the most, it's the most unapologetic apology I've ever given. I'm so sorry about that too. But listen, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, is it for play? We're gonna say, oh, I can't. I can't even any. Is it on one side? Is it for funsies or is it? a more serious holy pain point right if it's a more right. serious holy pain point you got to wrestle through what that looks like but right. we don't have time to do that today so okay Fair um enough. next <laughs> i can't even <laughs> another question and also i want the record to show who hasn't held signs evangelistic signs on the side of the road no i have never my husband I has. haven't you've never done it no Never, oh, ever, ever have I shocking. ever. Have, and you were like raised. Were you raised in the church? Oh, stop it. Yes, I was. But like, yeah. oh, now I will say this. Maybe the equivalent is I did hand out a track or two. Oh, yeah. You know yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. talking about? Yes, I've done that. I got saved at 18. So my experience is a little different. My husband in yeah. high school would hold a sign on the side of the road. I, I got to ask him what the sign said. I don't think it was turn and burn. Um. But there's complete this shock is on my face for those that cannot see it. My jaw is dropped. He's diehard, yo. He loves the Lord and wants everyone uh, to know it. That's my preacher voice. You okay. are one breath away from eternal <laughs> damnation. Just enjoy your sporting event after you hear that message. Okay. <laughs> Go eat some I cotton don't. candy and get some peanuts. And then remember, <laughs> one breath away. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. I shouldn't make light, but at the same time, Jenny, I'm serious. Like some people, you don't even understand what you are created for or your passions correctly. And then you're misleading others and yourself in a place that does you no good and brings you no joy. Okay. There's that little tangent. There we go. I mean, I almost want to defend that person because they think what they're doing is, is accurate. And it is, it is an accurate statement. Theologically, if you don't know the Lord, that could be true. But that's what you're going to write. You're going to read with that. Exactly. Is it the right approach? No. I mean, I just learned in seminary, my professor said, my missions professor said, no non-Christians enter in into salvation because a Christian was nice. Most of the times they report they're very mean and that's not how they get saved. And I was like, oh, so that's, oh. you're giving an example of yeah. that. Anyways, yeah. we're digressing, but. It's rabbit trail. If we had the rabbit trail theme music, I would have played it, rabbit. but rabbit trail over, passions. ended, yeah. done. We're passions, back. Be a nice <laughs> Christian. Ha- Here's, let me wrap up. The, let me put a wrap on that. Yes. Conversationally. Those conversations are one-on-one, relationally appropriate. That is not relationally appropriate, what you were describing at the sporting event. Okay. So identify your passions. Uh, What makes you angry? We've heard Mm -hmm. what makes a lot of people angry so far. Um, Mm -hmm. And also with that, what keeps you up at night? That's kind of the same vein of analyzation Mm. um, because similar weight of passion. Uh, What do you get excited about? What brings you excitement? And what do you enjoy doing for fun? Those are similar questions that can kind of help guide that type of passion. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I get excited about a lot of things. But you're saying there's a difference with like your hobbies and like what do you do for fun? Um, I don't I don't know. I think because I am a diagnosed ADHD person and an Enneagram seven and put whatever, whatever other label that you want to on my neurodivergence as well. I find myself attracted to hobbies. Um, and so for me, I get excited about a lot of things, but the sustainable ones are the ones that man, Oh, the, the fact that my daughter right now wants to watch musicals with me, I, it lights me up like nothing else. To sit mm-hmm. her here and 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 her go who's who's Stephen Sondheim who's Andrew Lloyd Webber, and then she wants to listen to their music and we we can literally dissect like the beauty in the different fugues and the movements of the music. That's where that's not just a hobby; that's a passion. And I think it's mm-hmm. because I've leveled up my knowledge of it as well. Like I don't just say, "Oh, that's fun." Like I can play a board game and feel like that was fun, mm-hmm. but. What I can't do is say, not only do I appreciate guitar, I appreciate piano. I appreciate vocal. I appreciate yeah. all of it together when you put it on stage and produce it. I, I appreciate the costumes. I, pre- I mean, like, like it becomes greater when the, you are in depth about your knowledge of the thing. I think that exemplifies a passion about something that's fun versus a, just a hobby. Yeah. And you even pinpointing that is a greater indicator of perhaps you too are creative in those different veins or what does that look like? Why does that bring you so much life? Mm. Um, so it's, it's good to kind of have that background thought going of, okay, well, why, like what's the why around Mm. this? Um, so that's lovely. Did you know I produced a musical in college for my project? 
What? One of the songs was, it, long story short, one of the songs, it took place in high school and this girl literally was in the cafeteria singing, this is what we do when we eat our food, eat our food. Eat our, wow. And it was just wow. so ridiculous. Anyways, you wow. would have loved it. I would have loved it. Did you know that somebody in England put on the YouTubes a musical that they wrote about Chewbacca mom? Oh, I kid you not. I saw it and I was like, this is magical. Didn't really take off over there or really anywhere. But in my mind, five star review. Five star. You're like, why aren't I the lead? No, it was it was wonderful. They started off with headlines around the world, da, 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 and they have these voiceovers of different places where they were Chewbacca mom, a Texas mom, thirty seven years old, da, 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 da. and it's like all these headlines oh coming in with these voiceovers, and this one lady in complete sadness, alone on the stage in darkness, and a spotlight comes on her, and then she watches my video on her computer, and she her spirits start lifting, and then she sings this beautiful song, this soliloquy about like needing to find joy again. And I was, I was dumbfounded. I tell you dumbfounded anyways, anyways, weird, weird, fun fact for this episode that we were planning on saying today. Fascinating. All Isn't right. Fascinating? Musicals give you life, especially Chewbacca mom musicals. You're going to have to link and share oh. that with all our listeners. Oh, I'm going to because... try to go find it. That was, that's a deep dive to find that back in 2016. <laughs> Maybe it's gone viral. Who knows? Okay. So uh, another way to identify your passion is analyze where and who you spend your time with. Mm. So now Ooh. we're talking what types of demographics of people are you passionate about being around wow. and being with and serving and investing your time in? Mm. Are you mentoring people? Are you, you know, like thinking through that? Mm. Here's what's crazy, Jenny, is because I think this conversation is coming at a really awkward time for me. I'm not even going to lie. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's no lie to me that, or to our listeners that, or to you that, that something's changed in me this year. I, we, I've talked about a little bit about going to Israel twice um, mm -hmm. in 2022, and I wasn't even expecting to go once. And within my mindset, I've learned more and uncovered more about the Jewish culture and people. Mm -hmm. And the festivals and, you know, just Judaism in general. I've often said this phrase, I want to find out my Jewish roots. I believe that you can't be a Christian without um, Judaism. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's a part of it. Jesus was a Jew. And because of that, I've really had this fascination and love for the Jewish culture and the people. And most of the time you'll see me wearing a Star of David. And I asked a Jewish friend of mine, I said, is this disrespectful as a Christian to wear the Star of David? And she was like, no. She said, are you kidding me? It actually feels like we are loved by you. She said, to know that we're loved by a Christian, it just feels so welcoming and warm. And she said, I, I'm actually shocked. And I'm mm -hmm. sitting here going, it just stirred a passion within me to go, why is there a people group that should feel loved by Christians that doesn't? And that was the pain point to begin with. And then now all of a sudden what you're describing, where do I surround myself? I have, I have friends that are rabbis that every Friday text me Shabbat Shalom. I have, I have Jewish friends that I don't have a relationship with so that I can convert them mm -hmm. and, and just be friends. So I'm finding myself in this weird space of developing a passion for these people and their culture and their history and not having any agenda attached to it, but just to be around them. 
just just to know them. So if you were to analyze the thing that makes you angry, it's almost similar mm. Mm. to where you're spending your time and who you're spending it with. So so like keeping yeah. those things in mind, seeing recognizing the patterns of what God's doing and I would I would call those both holy pain point passions. Mm. Um yeah. Which is yeah. is significant and helps you walk out your purpose of enjoying and glorifying God. Um wow. Well, it's definitely it's it's remarkable that even as we're recording this episode that we could be in whatever year of our life living a life full of different passions that we've had most of our life and have something ignite right yeah. there in the middle. Cause I'm telling you, I didn't have any agenda to turn 43 in the middle of my midlife crisis and decide <laughs> let's add to this a new passion, you know, something that I'm really passionate about, but it, it, it goes to show that even the things that you plan for, can be disrupted by your passions. Yeah. And this is kind of what I'm finding and I'm in the middle of it. Yeah. I mean, if, if you look at Moses's life, mm. he was passionate about mm. his people. He murdered, he murdered. Wow. I mean, you can't plan that because he was defending his people group. Right. And wow. it, it's not really passions aren't something you can really plan for right? It's just something that's within you. So the last two questions to kind of identify your passions are analyzing what do you look forward to? Mm. And then the the last one you touched on briefly, which is what did you love to do as a child? And I mm. found really, you could make bulldoze, like hundred page lists on what you love to do as a child. Um, one, that's often how we identify our creative passions because studies show as you age, your creativity decreases. So being intentional to identify your creative passions as a child will help you see if you should focus back on some of those creativity, uh, some of the creativity that was lost. But two, identifying what you loved as a child might be a key indicator of what God has for you present day. And it might be something that you just haven't made time for. Um, so thinking back wow. and then also thinking forward, what are you looking forward to? So both past so and future can help indicate what are you passionate about and what is God inviting you to step into? Wow. I, I'm kind of stuck even on this phrase that you say you can't always plan your passions, man. And, and sometimes I would even kind of expand on that. You can't always predict your passions. Like mm-hmm. even with knowing this childhood, yeah, I love these things and I want to reignite that creativity. But sometimes I feel like we try to find this pattern to things that we think we should be passionate about. Well, because I grew up in this culture, because I went to this school, because I did, you know, X, Y, and Z, then mm-hmm. obviously this is going to be something that I'm passionate about. But sometimes your passions sneak up and, and surprise you. Man, I think that that's, if you're listening, does that not just make you feel a little curious tingle to go, I, I might not be at the end of my passions here. I might actually be at the beginning of them. Yeah. And if that's the case, wow, what's mm-hmm. next for you? Yeah. And we've, you've, highlighted for us some of the 
holier, the holy, the ones I would call holy pain points. You've highlighted some deep, significant mm. inner ones that I believe God is pulling out of you. Um, but the, the <laughs> I'm going to kill you. The pleasure <laughs> passions. <laughs> Save that sound bite. Okay. Got it. <laughs> the pleasure passions, the ones for fun can hold significance purely yeah. because you're spending time with people. So, so I, I, mm. go, I always go back to the basketball. I play basketball on a Saturday for a team. For example, that's a passion. You're around people, you're doing community, you're, you're hanging yeah. out with people, you're connecting that, that passion is, is a, uh, uh, a tool God is using to help you connect with people to what enjoy mm. and glorify him. So they do have significant significance. It's just wow. based purely with the people you're around. Whereas the holy pain points can be based around a people group, but it's more like a passion that is turning into perhaps a goal or a dream or something to build a platform off of, whether a blog or something to communicate around. It can look a lot of different, but it can look different, but it's an indicator for something bigger that God is doing within you. Uh, so wow. taking time to really identify, okay, what, what is God doing here? What, what do I love? What do I enjoy? Where is my time being spent? Who am I spending my time with? What is angering me? What do I look forward to? What is, what did I love as a child? Really wrestling through a lot of those things will help you step into the fullness of mm -hmm. yep. your passion and showing yeah. up not to perform, but to enjoy and glorify God in the midst of it all. Absolutely. Everything goes back underneath that umbrella of enjoying and glorifying God. Hey, listen, we we love this conversation today. I, I'm I'm hoping that you find some new passions. And as you're doing that, that you will let us know, hey, this kind of sparked in me. You set off a dream in me, Candace and Jenny. <laughs> and I want to know what it is because uh, Jenny's got a great resource for you, Dream Come True. You can pick that up with the link in our show notes. And until next week, we want to encourage all of y'all, go ahead and kick that should to the curb. Bye, everybody. If you've been inspired to stop shooting yourself, head over to iTunes and write a review and just give us all the stars. If there's one thing you're going to should yourself with, you should subscribe to our show so you don't miss an episode. See you next time.